it's Megan. And Nicole. Welcome to It's Cool Us Too. Where we chat different parts about being a woman in your 30s and realize honestly, we all go through the same shit, just from different angles. Hello, hello. I was going to say good morning, but it's only morning for me and, well, I guess for another hour. It feels like morning for me because I'm on holidays. Yes. What did you do this morning? Nothing. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> I watched, um, I made myself waffles in my adorable new waffle maker. I cute. watched like three episodes of Emily in Paris. And then I did kind of like a brain dump of my 2023 goals. Ooh. Yeah. Like I did like the different six different categories and it would like, it's not final. It's just kind of like what's in my head and can I get it onto paper? And then we'll like dive deeper from there. But we're, we're taking our own advice and starting to do some, some 2023 planning, planning, scheming, if you will. (laughs) Who knows? Are you still feeling like you want your word to be delusional Mm -hmm. or delusion? Mm -hmm. But I will say the other thing that I'm really realizing too in doing this exercise is recognizing what I've put into other people this year that I Mm. haven't necessarily gotten back. Oh shit. And kind of how I'm spending my time. So another kind of word that I'm toying with a little bit is intentional. Mm. Like just being intentional about how I'm spending my time, who I'm surrounding myself with, and really kind of keeping up with how certain people make me feel. Yeah. That's so important. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at right now going into into the new year. What about you? Because this will actually come out on the 6th, actually. So it'll already be the new year when someone hears this. Happy new year. Happy new year. What have I done? Well, yeah, just like classic sort of slow boxing day. I actually worked out, but really short, sort of yeah. 20, 25 minutes on an elliptical in my parents' basement. I have this like hyper fixation with this smoothie right now that like I can't stop I swear it. to God, if you tell me there's banana, it's a banana flavored smoothie again, I will disown you. It's banana blueberry, but I'm like Megan. making it with frozen banana and then a little bit of peanut butter and oat milk. It's like unbelievable. And it's the consistency of like ice cream kind of. It's so delicious. So I, I'm sure this is not a hot take because I'm sure everyone knew that if you blend a frozen banana, it will, the consistency will be, sorry, you're like, I hate, I hate like banana flavor things. We had this conversation podcasts ago. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. But anyways, it's delicious. Um, so I had myself a smoothie and yeah, just prepped for this. I might go into the village with my parents later, my sister, so yeah, just doing that. But I was looking forward to finishing our question series because it was one of my favorite episodes. I know. I've already – I'm in the process of editing it for when it goes live. So again, this when you're listening to this, finally, past tense. But it's the one I've had the most fun editing. Oh, cool. Yeah. Why has it been so much fun? There's a lot less to take out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just like it's – it's different. It's um, we've talked about a lot of like very deep things on the podcast, and we will continue to do that because that's, I think, part of what we want in some ways. But this was just like it gave me nostalgia to like living back together at university and some of the dumb conversations we would have. 
Yeah. I think that's why it it feeds my soul a little bit. But no, we definitely needed a part two and a perfect way to kick off our first official episode of 2023. Yeah. So shall we? Sure. Okay. If we're going to do sort of, let's transition from New Year's sort of questions and then get into... Get into some more general stuff, but did we do best book of the year already? We did that one. We did, yes. Best song or album of the year other than Taylor Swift. I just feel like we can't say Taylor Swift. Like, this has to be something else. Okay, fair. Does the album have to have come out this year? No. No, no, no. Just like something that like, when you think of it, you'll always think of 2022. So it can be an older one. Okay. It would be um, Adele 30. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. why? Just because I've been playing it so much. Like, I love Can I Get It? And I love Love is a Game and Easy on Me. Like, the whole album's just been – I've been in an Adele phase for the last few months. So, really, it's any of her stuff. But that album specifically, it's just been on repeat. But it has nothing to do, unfortunately, with – or fortunately, I don't know how you want to – slice it but with where I'm at like that's not at all it's not like because everything in that album is like perfect for where I'm at no not even a little bit I've also this is the first year this is kind of a sidebar that I've really gotten into Haim the band oh cool so I've been listening to like a lot of their stuff and then like these are honorable mentions for Haim and then Lizzo like Lizzo's album this year is a contender for sure yeah yeah what about you? What's been your album of well, the year? Well, I was going to say Lizzo. I th- yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say Lizzo, but then I think honestly, and it's helpful that Spotify Wrapped has already come out because I know what I've listened to most. I'm an Apple user, so I can't relate. Yeah. Sucks to be you. I know. I would have probably have to say Harry Styles' album. Oh. Um, yeah. Because like I listened to that actually more than Taylor Swift this year. Shut and up, I think didn't. it's yeah I did and I think it's really interesting because I li- I have like some vivid memories of listening to it and not just like the as it was like all like you know I mean I know that all of those songs are super yeah. popular and um, everyone was talking about Harry Styles for the majority of 2022 but I think for me I loved the whole album like the album in its entirety, like the way that it flowed. Mm. Like I have this like vivid memory of drop my parents off at the Ottawa airport and I drove back to my cottage, which is like an hour and a half. Time. You came to Ottawa and didn't stop in to see me. <clears throat> yeah. Oh God. I was hoping this would never come up. No, I had to get back because it was when Emily and Sam were at the cottage. So I had to get back for dinner. But okay. We're fighting now. Oh God. <laughs> So yeah, no, I have a vivid memory of listening to the whole album and like just screaming it at the top of my lungs while driving back and the sun setting. Um, Yeah, I think that that would be my favorite of the year. I have like vivid memories of listening to music for a sushi restaurant when I was in Halifax and I was driving Mm. um, along the coast with my cousin Nathan and I was like blaring it and I was like, isn't this such a fun song? And he's looking at me like I'm a psychopath. But <laughs> um, okay. Was there any like any other sort of like pop culture, like film, um, TV series, like anything that really marked 2022 for you? 
I'm trying to think, but like, there's nothing that's like sticking out to me right now. Mm. Honestly, like I, if I went back and looked maybe, but there's nothing top of mind right now for me. What about you? I honestly like White Lotus has been huge for me and it's only been in the last month that I've been watching it. Fair. But like, it is so good. Like just like fucking fantastic TV. So that, that was amazing. I'm sure there's others. I, I don't remember. I didn't prep for that question. I just threw it out there. Fair. And then to round out our 2022 questions, oh, okay. I want to ask you retrospectively, do you have a word for 2022? I saw you just sneak that in there on the note. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2022. I'm trying to think what the best way to like put this because it had like different phases for me. 2022, honestly, was a really big healing year for me. And it was really confronting a lot of stuff below the surface that I hadn't been for a long time. And I mean, healing's a journey you're going to continue on for a while, but it was for me kind of the first real crack at it. Okay. What about you? Um, You traveled a lot this year. I feel like adventure was a big year for you. Yeah. I think like, I think, yeah, adventure travels definitely was a big thing for me. Um, I think like rejoining the world, which isn't a word. Oh yeah. I could see that too. But like something along the lines of, and I think there's an element, it's not called by coastal because it's going from London to Toronto, (laughs) but like this element of trying to figure out how to make that work and like prioritize my relationships in London and prioritize my relationships in Ontario. And yeah, so it'd be something around, around that. It's a tough question to answer on the spot. I know I both I put both of us on the spot. You did. Um, the other thing I would say with this year for me is it was kind of the precursor to my be delusional year. Ooh, okay. And to like get up and like start doing the things that I've been talking about for a long time. So that was kind of like the other other side of it. It was yeah. like the prequel to what 2023 will be. Love it. Okay. Okay, moving on to a question that you didn't just throw on me. <laughs> if you could only watch one rom-com for the rest of your life, what would it be? My answer is really easy. It would be Notting Hill. <sighs> That's so, just like, yeah. story about Megan, <laughs> 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 which makes me sound fucking insane. Um, so one of my good friends spent a ton of time with me before I left London and the the day before I left London, I was like really hungover. Well, no, the day before I thought I was going to leave London, I ended up getting stuck for two more weeks, but that's a different story. Yeah. <laughs> so in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm leaving tomorrow forever. And I really was not in a good place, but I made him watch Notting Hill with me like four times Ooh. the day before I left. <laughs> He was just like on his phone, like chilling. And I was like, again, again, we're doing it again. And he was like, do we think this is good for you? And I was like, we're doing it again. Because there's something about that movie. Like I know how it ends. Well, we know how all of the rom-coms end. Yeah. But it's like peak comfort for me. Yeah. So I was just like, it was kind of like um, how I treated Center Stage when I was a little kid. Um, I, I wanted to watch Center, Center Stage. Stage. Oh, I loved Center Stage. So Yeah. That's not why it would be my my sort of rom-com for the rest of my life, mm-hmm. but 
I think it's telling of how important it is to me. Like, I just love, I love that movie so much. It's the perfect mixture of, like, comedy and romance, I think. And I love British humor. Mm-hmm. And Dylan Warren is in it. He has, like, a little, yeah, um, one of my favorite comedians. Obviously, Hugh Grant and Julia Roberts are fucking amazing. And they have great chemistry. Some really classic lines. Yeah. Easy peasy. I love that. What about you? I mean, there's, like, 20 I could name. Honestly, yeah. for this, it's like the entire genre is is for me. Um, probably how to lose a guy in ten days. That's a great answer. Yeah, I love Matthew McConaughey and Kate Hudson together. That iconic yellow dress. I love the like city vibes mm. in it. I do. I just I love that movie. Our love fern. You killed our love fern. And there's so fern. many good. There's so many good quotes from it too. How mm. could you not love it? Does Princess Sophia want to come out and play? play? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, that's a really good answer. I think that's that's iconic for sure. Yeah. And that yellow dress, I used to, as a young kid. Fantasize. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming back. I've seen so many people on TikTok wearing this dress like, oh, my God, isn't this amazing? I'm like, oh, my God, this generation does not even know where this dress has come from. Yeah, I think that – I, they don't, but I, what I will say is I think this is also connected to the like low back trend that's coming back. Yes. Which I You're about to shine. Well, I struggle with because my boobs are big, but oh, I'm yeah. going to need to, I bought this like boob tape and I don't know how to use it. So maybe when you're, New Year's. maybe you can help me. Yeah. I really need to figure out how to put it on. <laughs> we will tape your tits up. Don't you worry. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. okay. Next question. Okay. How would you describe me to a stranger? Ooh. I would describe you as someone who is articulate, bubbly, mm-hmm. has like a glowy aura to her. Oh my God. And is the perfect person to go out and get absolutely trashed with, but also cuddle in your jammies with. Okay, that sounds. I sound amazing. You are amazing. That's how no, I describe I know, you, and that's also like, how I like. Like I'm also describing you as someone who like knows you very well. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I'm almost describing how like you make me feel in our relationship. Yeah. Well, no, I think that that's a good. That's a good way of approaching the question. I think I would describe you as someone who. <laughs> someone who comes across as. Like the, someone who really has their shit together. Like, I think that's, that's something that I like all the important adult shit. Right. But then when you scratch the surface, you realize that she's like kind of, well, you're hilarious and also very up for a good time. Like you have all your shit together, but you don't hold it too closely to your chest. Like you're happy to kind of let go of it and have a really good time. And you always have the best outfits and hair and (laughs) makeup which like I know doesn't sound like that important of a thing but I feel like it is it's a very big part of my identity you always look so good so yeah that's probably how I would describe you I mean the person that we're describing each of us to would be like okay that's a lot of information yeah exactly (laughs) you're like uh I could have just done with like where is she from what does she do Yeah, I love that neither of us went to like what we do for work or anything. It was like she has a glowy no. aura. 
And do you know why? <laughs> I'm really trying to stop defining myself by my career. Yeah. That's a goal of mine in 2023. Oh, nice. Yeah. I should probably adopt that goal as well. Yeah. Because it's been my entire life all year. <laughs> yeah, same. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, you just moved something. I can't see where I was going with this. Oh, sorry. Okay. This is an interesting one, and I don't know how I would answer it, but I'm going to put it to you. What did our worst argument teach you? Okay. Have we argued? I don't think so. I think it's even like petty, like we're just both annoyed and just need some space, and we come back and we're fine. I'm just trying to think if we've ever like argued, because I I mean, I think that we've definitely been like irrit- irritable yeah. and like irritated, but I, I honestly can't even think of when those those times were. I'm just conscious that they probably existed. No, because we're pretty good at communicating what we need and what we don't need or don't want. I think there have been times where sometimes when you were in previous relationships, because I've done this with other friends too, where I kind of overstep and like, or I'll like not even overstep, but it's like, I'm brutally honest. Like, or I'll ask like a really tough question, like something that you don't Mm -hmm. really want to answer. This is from my this is from my perception. I'm sure mm-hmm. you have a different perception of it. And then I can tell that you are clamming up and don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But I like push and I'm doing that. I guess I, in the moment, I think I'm doing it for you, but like, I don't know. Like, anyways, what do I think that that's taught me? Like, I think it's taught me to like respect people's boundaries a little bit more. Like I can definitely be pretty like bull in a China shop, you know, like, really like push something Mm -hmm. that being said though I think some of those conversations led to like you making really good decisions for yourself so I'm not to say that those conversations were the reason but like I think that yeah yeah, yeah. I'm hopeful that they helped it's hard when someone in your life puts up a mirror that you've been covering yeah and those have probably been I'm sure you've done it to me too we're like yeah that's probably the only times where it's gotten like heated Yeah, but not even heated. It's just been like, I'm not interested in talking about this right now. But I will say it's really important to have people like that in your life, but not everyone should be doing that for everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Okay? Like it takes a certain type of relationship and friendship. And I mean, I've given people advice or questioned them about relationships and things in the past. And at a certain point, once you've done it once, you're like, okay, well, I've said my piece and, you know. It is what it is. I think I've done that with you actually previously in certain situations where I've kind of said my piece. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, cool. It's as long as I've done my like due diligence kind of thing. No, that's such good advice. I think that if I've learned anything about Mm -hmm. maintaining good female relationships over the last 10 years, it's like you are not helping your friends by constantly bringing up issues in their relationship. I think you're also not in your, their relationship. Totally. And I think Tink says that the best, like you get one chance as you just said, right? Like you get one chance, you know, use it well, like be open and kind and make sure you're not antagonistic, but like say what you need, what you feel you need to say. If you don't feel like your friend is being treated the way that she should be, but you do have to drop it afterwards and you have to be supportive because if you know, no one acts the way that their friends tell them to act. Everyone's going to act the way that they want to act. No. And I will say specifically to like 
art situation, there have been times that you've, I think you came, it was an issue like two or three times, but for specific instances, not like the relationship as a whole. Yes. And I think the way you approach those, there was one that wasn't great, but there was the other ones you had approached them in a really loving way. What one wasn't great? No, I think it was just more so we were drinking that night and like neither of us were in the state oh, to have that conversation. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Like, so I'm probably not like, remembering it. Yeah. We were just drunk one night and having a party. Like it was just. Anyways. And I was probably like really like opinionated because I was drunk. But like it was just fine. But it just, in the other instances, it's like you can kind of approach things rather than like a holistic relationship. If you've ever had, like if I can give advice yeah. to people, deal with like situations. Yeah. Because that's really – and things that you've been witness to. Or if someone's coming to you and, like, unloading on you and kind of, you know, venting to you about something in their life, once they're done, you can ask them. I love when people do this for me. Sometimes I don't want someone to fix my problems. Oh, I know. Sometimes I just want someone to listen to me. That's it. And so you can always ask the person that, like, is maybe sharing things with you do you want me to give you advice or do you want me just to be a safe space you can talk to right now? Yeah. No, that's really good advice. And I think that what you said before is also fantastic advice, like bringing situations to the table, Mm -hmm. like having real examples because in the past, I mean, I'm not even talking about me and Cole. Really, I'm thinking of a different friendship where like I've just been like, this is how I feel. And at the end of the day, like I learned the hard way that like, that's not really about them. That's about you. Like, and a lot of the time you can be projecting your own shit well, it's not onto someone else. Though. It's like me being selfish about the relationship with that person. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like not even me saying like, you know, but it's more, yeah, anyways, we don't have to psychoanalyze me forever. <laughs> I, <laughs> I love this topic because I think it's so important. And if yeah. I could pass on to like a little sister, if I could pass on like, something to bear in mind as your friends go in and out of relationships for the next 10 years. You get one chance, be kind, be open, use examples, ask them what they need from you. Remember that like they're human and they're in it and they're in love and you're going to be there afterwards regardless. So totally you want to make sure that that relationship stays good and positive. I agree. Moving on from that, if we were to get matching tattoos, what would they be of? I love it. This was actually the one I want to do next too, so I'm glad you chose it. Yes. Um, Great minds, Megan. Great minds. Okay, so for the listeners out there, I have a lot of tattoos. Well, not like a lot. I probably have between, I probably eight or nine tattoos, and a lot of them are pretty small. And I have one giant one that I regret deeply on my foot. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole's got an infinity symbol on her foot. That does not connect. It doesn't, which is so fucking hysterical to me. Like, did you, when 20, you gave the design to the tattoo artist, don't. did it connect? Don't, Megan. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> Megan. Megan. It didn't. It didn't. No. Oh my God. But it was like the way it was like designed was like almost like the one loop went underneath the other one. Like that was how it was supposed to oh, look. Oh, I see. Okay. But just look like they have two knobs on the end of it now. And it's on my foot and it's big. I'm trying to think like what we have in common. Yeah. 
So when I was trying to come up with a matching tattoo, I have a lot of matching tattoos um, with a variety of friends, but one with my, me and my friend Nat, we were like, decided we wanted to get matching tattoos. And then we were like having, we were having wine sitting in front of the couch. And I just remember being like, sorry, sitting in front of the TV on the couch. And um, I remember being like, what do we have in common? And she was like, we both have great asses. I was like, (laughs) should should we get like a tattoo of a butt? And we were like joking. Um, But that just makes me think we both have great boobs. I I love you. I'm not getting a pair of tits tattooed on me. Shock. Yeah, no. No, I I would get get a a quote with you. (gasps) Oh, I think that would be more our vibe. I love that I'm like, we could get tits or a quote, a meaningful quote. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, I think we could do a quote. I and I honestly think it would have to be like from one of our favorite movies. Maybe. Or like a book that we both love. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or we could yeah. just get or a our, Taylor lyric. Ooh, Megan. Yes. That's a hundred percent what we would do. We would get a Taylor lyric tra- like tattooed on us. There's one um lyric that I saw that I absolutely love. Cause like I think I don't want it to be a super well known Taylor lyric if I were to get. Mm-hmm. to get a Taylor lyric but there's one that I saw and it was like on Pinterest it was um just above someone's elbow like on the inside and mm-hmm. it just said to live for the hope of it all and I like loved that I thought that was oh. beautiful oh my yeah. god I love that yeah are we yeah, getting yeah, tattoos yeah. before Christmas I mean before New Year's I'm down I'm, you know I'm always down to get tattoos <laughs> I know I'm like thinking about this now I'll come back to you I'll think about this <laughs> No pressure. No pressure. Okay. I love that. Yeah, no, I think that you're completely right. It would be a quote of some kind and Taylor makes sense. Yeah. Or it could just be like, I get your face tattooed on me and you get my face tattooed on you. (laughs) Honestly, I'm already battling my best friend, Kayla, who really (laughs) wants me to do, she genuinely is like, when are you going to get my face tattooed on you? Oh, actually? Oh, never. Yeah. She oh, asked yeah. about it at least like once a month. Mm. So you got to get in line, Cole. Okay. I'll, I'll defer to Kayla on this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next question. If you had to teach a master class, what would it be on? Hmm. Do I go – a master class is really fucking hard. I love how I confidently ask these questions and then I'm like not even remotely thinking about what my answer is going to be. I'm just like sitting here waiting. I'm like, what is she going to say? Forgetting that I now have to. Because like it's the whole masterclass side of things that I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. It's going to go back to this podcast. I could teach a masterclass on how to navigate your 30s (gasps) and navigate it without. Mm. And again, I'm still learning. So like the curriculum is not set. But navigate it with so many changing dynamics and variables. Yeah. That would be the only thing. I don't thing, think like, I, I could teach a master class on that. Fuck no. But I'm still figuring it out. Like it would be like I would have to wait like 10 years. It would come out in, Yeah, it would come out in a decade. Yes. But like because I couldn't say like makeup or anything. There's so many other people that do that shit than I do. Mm. How to be a high maintenance skincare girly. (laughs) (laughs) I think I could probably, okay, one is like pretty boring. Mm -hmm. One, I could teach a masterclass on marketing copy. (laughs) So boring. But like Mm -hmm. writing copy for marketing. 
mm-hmm. probably B2B marketing, which is quite niche, but. Mm-hmm. And then the more interesting answer to this question is I could probably teach a masterclass on moving abroad. Yeah. I would guess lecture that. Yeah. 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 We'd bring you in. We'd bring you in. I love how I completely forgot that I have a career. Like I am full holiday <laughs> mode and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm doing like very well. She's like, I guess wise. I could do skincare. <laughs> completely forgetting <laughs> me that like I manage a team. You have skills. I do. You have skills. I'm just completely let that like area of my brain is shut off completely. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Okay. Uh, What's our next question, Megan? Yeah, you, you choose. Mm, are you lying to yourself about anything? Totally. I instantly regret asking this question because I don't want to answer it. <laughs> See, this is what I mean. We're like asking each other these questions, like forgetting I want to to answer it. I know. I want to know. Yeah, definitely. Your answer, but I want to answer it. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, am I supposed to say what it is? <laughs> I mean, yeah, um, I think that's kind of the point. I think we're all lying for ourselves point. about something. I think right now I am putting on a very good, happy face. And, you know, I've really looked forward to this recording today. But Christmas has been kind of hard. So I'm probably yeah. lying to myself about how I'm feeling right now. But it's working. I mean, whatever you got to do to get yourself through it. Yeah. What about you? I'm probably lying to myself about the state of some of my friendships honestly. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> no, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Dive deeper. <laughs> Divulge everything. No, I think it's, and it's not necessarily that it's a bad thing. I think just where some of them have changed. Yeah. Also where I've fallen short with some people. So it's kind of a full spectrum of things. It's not just me being this like vindictive You're bitch. not like it's they've like, all fucked me over. No. You're like my relationships have changed and I just need to recalibrate. Across the board. Totally. Yeah. So I think that's what I've been lying to myself. And I think in the last like few days, it's really been evident to me where some of those changes actually need to be and for good and bad. Yeah. That's a really good answer. Yeah. Okay. You're up to bat next. Okay. Um, let's do a couple more. Yep. A couple more questions. Um, okay, so my last question. Oh, God, that's a lot of pressure now. <laughs> what do you admire most about me? Megan, where do I start? <laughs> okay, just one thing, though. The listeners don't want to listen to, you know, I'm amazing, so it'll be hard. But just try try to choose one. Your creativity. Oh, I didn't expect yeah. that. Yeah. Like, you, okay. the way you work, the way you, like... Like you're writing. I just, I envy that. Mm. Okay. I mean, I asked this question because I wanted to answer it for, it's funny. I was like, oh, that'll be fun to answer um, mm. for the first time ever. Mm. What do I admire most about you? Where's the list? Start at the top. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you are, I would say my friend where I feel the most safe all the time. Like you never like really... I don't know how to describe it. It's never um, anxiety inducing. Like I never feel like you're going to switch or change. Like I always feel like our relationship is really stable. And I feel like you're the main reason for that. So I'd say I admire you the most for that. That is the sweetest answer. And now I feel like my answer was. (laughs) No. 
no, no, no. You're because I feel this. No, but I feel the same way about you. Like it's you are one of my most like stable and steady relationships, yeah. and you are. It's like no matter kind of the season or where it is, it's uh, it's pretty consistent. It'd be funny if we were like, yeah, our relationship is pretty inconsistent. We're breaking but up. But we decided to <laughs> start a podcast where we have to record weekly. Um, E-E. Okay, oh, that your last lovely. question. That was so lovely. Oh, God. Now this is a lot of pressure. What makes you feel loved even when you don't feel lovable? Um, I guess like, like socializing, like being with people. That like makes that like fills my cup because I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. So I feel like being around well, people that I, I love, not just like mm-hmm. anyone. But yeah, being around people. Okay. So if we were gonna like attribute this to like one of the like love languages, yours would be like quality time. Yeah, for sure. Nice. What about you? I love a hug, a long hug. Oh yeah. Like that would definitely make me feel loved. And I would say people being there for me without me having to ask. Yeah. When you're going through like a rough time. That would be – I mean, I just really wish everyone in my life was a mind reader because – It would be so great. It would be so great. <laughs> yeah. No, that would be – but honestly, probably like a hug. Like a really long hug can snap me out of pretty much anything. My mom's hug especially. I was literally about magic. to say your mom – I know that you and your mom – big huggers. Yes. Yesterday too, like I was with my sister and I literally like laid on top of her and just smushed her into a hug. (laughs) That's cute. Yeah. Okay. So then should we go like our last, last question? And I think it should be more of like an up one. Okay. Name three celebs you would quarantine with and why? Good question. Good question. <laughs> um, okay, who would I quarantine with? I mean, it's hard because my answer probably changes like all the time. Which is fair in this moment. I would quarantine with Paul Mezcal because okay. we would need to fall in love. Um, Phoebe right, Bridgers would not be invited. Right. Okay. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Lena Dunham. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Like, they've already got quite a strong friendship, so me and Paul could be off off doing our own thing. But then, like, when we wanted to do something fun, like, they'd be there, you know? Yeah. I love that. Okay. Who would I quarantine with? I'd want someone who can cook, so probably a chef of some sort. Maybe Gordon Ramsay. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe not him. I don't know. But we're going to say Gordon Ramsay for right now. Okay. I'd want – there's part of me that really wants to quarantine with Emma Thompson. Ooh, I'm sure she's yeah. amazing. Right? It's like very comforting, very like full of wisdom, very funny. And then I'd want someone to just pamper me the entire time. <laughs> Am I in my selfish phase? Yes. And by pamper, <laughs> I'm thinking like a celebrity like skincare person. So I'm almost oh. like Shani Darden or something. Ooh, Okay. I don't know. This is a terrible – I didn't actually like this question as much as I thought I would. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it just – my answer changes all the time. Yeah, I know. And honestly, to be honest, I probably just want to hang out with people. That you know? I don't know. Yeah. I'm also assuming in this answer that 
people would be cooking or like giving me a facial every day. And that's very presumptuous of me and very entitled. Nicole (laughs) exits quarantine with like the most glowing skin. And a pot belly full of food. (laughs) Um, Okay. Actually, I don't really like that. That's the one we ended on. No. Okay. I think we need one more. Okay. I was thinking we could do, I mean, we could do, if you could start a secret society, what would the premise be and who would you invite? Do we want to do that? That's up there like the the masterclass question for me. I don't know. A secret society seems like a lot. Okay, let's just finish with like a really short compliment yourself. (laughs) No? Compliment yourself. Jesus. Okay, Okay. tell me about someone you miss. I'm being so difficult today. Okay, I can answer this one, but Jesus. You can do this one? Yeah, I can. I'm, but wow, I'm just realizing how difficult and like. fussed I am today it could be the come down after Christmas we don't know I think so tell me about someone you miss I miss my grandma my on my mom's side a lot I used to go uh after my grandfather died we had five years with her and when I was living here in Ottawa I would go take the train to like Montreal and like I would stay with her at her retirement home for like a weekend (laughs) And, like, we'd wake up in the morning and have Cheerios and watch her, like, favorite show called Lucky Dog and have coffee and just have, like, a very, like, slow day. I just – I miss her a lot. A lot, a lot. What about you? I miss one of my friends from London who, like, we're still friends, but our relationship – like, just I think when you move and Mm -hmm. we stopped hanging out as frequently. But he used to be one of my – like super, super close friends and like met his family. And we just kind of like were each other's people for a while. And he's doing awesome. He's like a, you know, long-term girlfriend who's also awesome. But I think it's like one of those things you don't talk about when you have like really good friends who are guys and your relationship invariably changes um, because they have different priorities and, to a certain extent, it's about respect. Like you can't. 100%, yeah. You you can't have the closeness or maybe the, the closeness that I liked to have with him. So your relationship changes and like love him to bits. But I sometimes miss, we used to just have the most fun together. Mm-hmm. Just like silliness. So yeah, I miss him. But he's good and I'm good. So I just want to give you a hug right now. Oh, Yeah. Well, this wasn't nearly as funny as the last one. (laughs) That's okay. We have our moods. We have our silly moods in our... We should know that morning recordings are when we get really deep. and They are recordings. Or when we... uh, We're unhinged. Or when we're a little unhinged. But this was great. Hopefully hopefully it feels like a hug for everyone. Yes. um, As they go into the new year. Yes. Um, so thanks guys for joining and I will talk to you soon, Meg. Bye. Bye. Bye.